Welcome to the Conic Blueprint, where we talk about topics in the recruiting and staffing industry with the end goal to help improve people's lives. I'm Jen Fitzke with my co-host, Tom Gettle. This podcast is brought to you by Conic, a technical recruiting company focusing on architecture, engineering, and manufacturing positions in the Midwest. Find out more at coniknetwork.com. Welcome to uh, part three of our three-part series around uh, interview preparation, the interview itself, and then the post-interview. So in the third installment here, we're going to talk about uh, the post-interview, talking about uh, what happens next. If you're leaving the interview and the interview wraps up and you're feeling good about the opportunity, the manager is uh, mentioning that they'll get back to you in the next couple of days and what, what we wanted to talk about is great. It's, you know, the ball is in the company's court um, or is it what, what can a candidate do to um, give the feedback they're looking for and continue the, the interview process. So, mm-hmm. so Jen, I'll start off with the first, the first <laughs> part here, the thank you letter debate. I think uh, the thank you letter perhaps in years past from my perspective was there probably was a time where it was just automatic. It was just, you know, hundred percent. Like that's just what you do after an mm-hmm. interview that the candidate writes out a handwritten thank you note. The advice I was given in college is when you go to the interview, have your thank you letter written out. Mm-hmm. And then as you leave, you maybe come back a little bit later, go to the front desk and give the receptionist your thank you letter and say, Hey, can you forward this on to mm-hmm whoever, whomever that you met with, um, or to have it, have it, have an envelope stamped, <laughs> ready to go. So right. as you're leaving the interview, you go to the post office, you drop it in and it's, it's done. Uh, but I think over, over, over the years that, you know, that, um, that norm changes, but what is your, what are your thoughts? Uh, thank you letter. Is it worthwhile or is it a waste of time? It's absolutely worthwhile. It's absolutely worthwhile for a few reasons. One it elevates you above the candidates that don't do it. It just gets your name in front of the hiring manager and their HR business partner again. Right. And second, you have a huge opportunity to reinforce things that were said during the interview or to clarify. Maybe there, I talked to a candidate yesterday who came out of a meeting and he said, boy, Jen, I think I rambled a little too much. I'm not sure if I made my point. His thank you note is the perfect opportunity to address um, what was brought up. You know, during our meeting, we meant you mentioned this, that, and this. And I want to reiterate my experience in this area and how it could directly apply. And obviously that's after he's thanking them for the opportunity. So you have you have opportunities within that letter, both to reinforce and to clarify. Um, And you're also ending that thank you letter by telling them that you, you really want the job and you're offering them the opportunity again, to reach out to you if they have any follow-up questions. Yeah, And so you're putting your, yeah, you're putting your contact information on the letter, both email and phone number, even though you've emailed it, you can write the letter you can send it in the mail, but I'll tell you things are happening so fast right now in the market that you may not have time 
for them to get your letter. Um, because you probably have more than one offer, right? Our data and, um, is just showing that people are getting multiple offers. So by the time you want to make a decision that hiring manager B might not even have your letter yet. So every email is fine. But again, to your point that you talked about before on the resumes and an earlier podcast, make sure that you're using proper, um, what do I want to say? Just proper formatting, proper grammar, proper punctuation, spelling, that all matters in right. an, an, in a, in an email thank you letter. Right. hundred percent, hundred percent. What are your thoughts about emailing a thank you letter versus and putting it in, in an envelope, in a handwritten or typed out format? Yeah, I think it, it's it's a nice touch, and I agree. When I went when I was in college, you and I are roughly the same age, and we went to college in the '90s, and we didn't have email, right, or we right. had email, but it wasn't prevalent as prevalent as it is now. And I'd say in the early 2000s, companies got more comfortable getting email thank you notes, and so the culture around email communication has really changed. Um, if you want to send a, a handwritten thank you, by all means do it, but you better email as well because by the time your letter gets there, they may have already made their decision. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, it's that's fine a to really do. Good point. Yeah. 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 I, I think it, like so many, so many pieces of advice, it's always, it depends, right? I do, for me personally, I, I really like the handwritten thank you letter. Mm-hmm. I think it's, Cause it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot, it of, a work lot of work. You can, you know, it takes 60 seconds cost, to write right? a thank you email, but to actually go through and write out the envelope address and even type or write and then print it out. Like I, I have a lot of respect for someone who would write a, a personal physical mm-hmm. thank you letter and put it in the mail. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's huge, but you know, again, we're in a new reality. Perhaps, perhaps if the decision maker is, of a younger generation, would they think this is a little outdated? You know, do they know how to craft a, a, a great thank you email? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, it does depend and you want to, you want to, you know, um, again, you know, again, gauge the audience is, is, mm-hmm. is this something that will be, be appreciated or is it something like, gosh, like, why wouldn't they just send me an email? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, just something to, to consider back and forth. But me personally, I, I, I think it's great when someone sends a thank you letter by mail. That being said, I also really appreciate it, appreciate a quick email, even if it's, you could tell, yeah, it maybe took 30 seconds, but it's just a nice touch and, and gives a, it continues the communication back and forth, right? The, mm-hmm. the advantage for the, the candidate is uh, it, it signals that, yes, I'm, I'm extremely interested in the opportunity it, it continues the conversation back and forth after the interview and it gives the, the, per, the, the interviewer a chance to respond to that thank you letter and, you know, continue the conversation after the interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All good points. That's great. So, um, Ooh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Go so for it. if, if someone's interview, so I, You've referred me to a company, to your company, let's say, and I've interviewed and I'm, I, and I'm not getting feedback. 
um, or it's been a few days and I'm just anxious for feedback. What, what should I do? Do I, and you're, let's just say you're not the hiring manager. You're, you're on a team that I want to work on. I've done the interview with your boss. It's been four days. I, I really want some feedback. How should I handle that? Do I go to you? Do I talk to you about this? Do I contact yeah. your manager? Do I contact HR? What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So Jen, if, if um, if you're you know, hypothetically a, a candidate and you've interviewed on your own, you know, not through a third-party recruiter, and then me as a perhaps an internal employee, someone that has referred you to it. But yeah, I would, I would, for me personally, I would, I would suggest just asking, you know, have you heard anything? Mm-hmm. And maybe just leave it at that. You know, like, you know, in, in Minnesota, we're we're very nice, we're more, more passive. And perhaps I might be a little off put to say, hey, like. If someone would ask, if Jen, you'd ask like, hey, can you go ask the manager what they thought about the interview? Or like, maybe like, well, that puts me in an awkward position. But um, if I would hear, hear something, I would, I would definitely relay that back. Um, but I think there's, there is absolutely nothing wrong with a candidate putting in a phone call or a follow-up email. You know, emails out, you know, emails the go-to perhaps, quote unquote, easier way to do this. But Again, you would be differentiating yourself if you would actually call the manager, leave them a message, express your interest, um, ask to continue, continue the conversation about next steps. I think that's that is great. Great. Uh, I think it differentiates a candidate to to follow up. I mean, I, you know, how often, have... Jen, as a candidate, how often do you actually get calls that say, "Hey, Jen, I sent you a resume last week." Oh my God, it happens all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't they stand out across the ones that don't? Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Um, And I tell candidates too that just come to me for advice. Maybe I haven't represented them for company. You know, I've, I've maybe known this person for a while or even if not, and they say, you know, it's this exact situation. And to your point, if I'm going back to the person that referred me in, it it does put some stress on them and it it does put them in an awkward position with their manager. I love that idea of, have you heard anything? And then sending an email or, um, and it's not an aggressive email and it's not an aggressive voicemail. It said, Hey, I'm just reiterating my interest in the position. I just wanted to let you know that I'm still very, very interested uh, it's also your opportunity if your availability has changed um, to mm-hmm. just update them on, you know, if I could start now in a month instead of three weeks, you know, whatever it is, if it's a great opportunity to call and check in. I wouldn't, you're not calling every day. You're not emailing every day, but right. you know, what, what's your, what do you think? I think if you've been heard in like a week or two, I mean, I think to show your interest. Don't you think somebody should be reaching right. out right. like maybe once a week? Yeah, I would definitely reach out. Yeah, I would reach out once or twice. And if you want to be you know, more assertive after, you know, definitely let's say it's that third email. Mm-hmm. And you know, just I would be transparent and let them know if you have other offers or upcoming interviews, mm-hmm. let them know that, you know, I have another interview tomorrow. I'm extremely I'm, I'm most interested in your opportunity but i wanted to keep you informed on what's on, on developments on my side as well uh, to keep that 
get those lines of communication open. That's a really good point. Because I know that that's part of our process too, what we ask our candidates um, so we can help move the employer along if we know the candidate might risk. And on our side, it's a risk, but for them, it's a great thing getting another opportunity and another offer. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's it's a hard hard position to be in because as as a as a as a candidate, you know, you're you're excited about the opportunity, but you're hearing crickets back. And mm-hmm. I think just one from one one perspective, I would say, you know, that if a manager says, you know, I want to make a decision by Wednesday, right? So if they don't call you by Wednesday, don't like don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't freak out. I wouldn't get anxious. And, you know, Thursday morning comes like, Oh my gosh, they didn't get back to me. They, they must have moved on. You know, business decisions take longer than people realize the manager right. might think manager thinks, Oh, I'll definitely know by Wednesday. Well, guess what? You know, someone didn't come in on Tuesday. They had someone was, was sick so that uh, a decision maker couldn't be in to talk about it. Uh, and mm-hmm business moves in a slower process than most people like. So the manager's right. thinking, oh, I'll, I'll have this wrapped up by Wednesday. It could actually be the following, the, the, the next week, uh, just because things, you know, things come up that slow the, the process down. Um, but it's a tough, it is a tough spot to be in when you're, you just don't know. You don't have any insight from the company side in terms of, you know, where, where they're at in the interview process. Are they the, the top candidate? Or are they the third uh, right. So it's, it can be, it's a little bit of, um, it's uh, definitely, you know, uh, nerve wracking not to hear back anything. Um, but also too, you know, if you, if you're following up for the third time, you haven't heard anything back. It's, it's unfortunate. Uh, it happens often, I'm sure. Um, but that's, that's definitely a signal that they're, perhaps they're not, not super excited about a candidate mm-hmm. if they're not getting back after two or three attempts. Right. Yeah. The, the companies that do it right that that know the value of it, keep their candidates engaged, right. whether it's the top choice or the second choice or the third choice. Um, because you don't know, even if you make an offer, if it's going to get accepted, because there are people with multiple offers right now. And we've, we've been talking internally about the uh, salaries and how those have really gone up over yes. the last 18 months. Uh, so you just don't know. And to your point about how business moves slow, what I think some people don't understand is even if a company decides you're the candidate, they want to get their ducks in the row ahead of time. So they've, some companies have a really long approval process to get an offer letter approved and written. It's got to go to this person and it's got to go to this person. And that's just their process. Other companies can turn it around really very quickly. So um, understanding that too, and being patient on that um, can help with that perspective. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, it's tough. You know, at the end of the day, like you know, again, you know, call call Jen or call your favorite recruiter, visit mm-hmm. Jen, and ask them and say, hey, you know, I interviewed at this company a couple weeks back, and I'm not hearing back. Do you, you know? Do you know anything? Yep. Do you know anyone yep. there, or you know, are you aware of this position, or do you know what's going on? And you can say, oh yeah, actually, I know that manager, and gosh, he. Uh, they, they messaged me and they said they had to take take a, a quick trip out of town on, on business, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, any clue you can you can give, but, but yeah, it's it is a tough, you know. But I would say after after two after the 
if you haven't heard back after the second or third attempt, you know, you might mm-hmm. want to move on to, to other opportunities. Um, yeah. You've done your due diligence. Uh, yeah. You've, you've um, expressed uh, by communication uh, often that you're, you're interested in the opportunity. So if this one isn't a great match, they will keep you in mind for another position. Um, and they'll have that really favorable impression that you've left with them, that you're interested in their company, interested in the department. And as other positions come up, they will have you at the top of mind. And I think there's, that's great advice too. I think there's one last call that you get to make. Um, and it's, it's not, oh, I'm you, I haven't heard from you. I'm accepting another offer. It's I've, I just wanted to let you know, I have an offer in hand. I'm still really very interested in working for your company. Uh, I'm going to be making a decision by Friday or whatever your deadline date is. Right. Uh, and just would love to know if, if I am a candidate for you, if, you know, however you want to say it, if, I don't know if you want to say if I should wait for an offer, but just wanted to let you know, I have this other offer. You're still an employer for, of choice for me. I'd love to consider the opportunity to work for you. Um, and I'm giving a decision on Friday and then it's the balls in their court. And if you don't hear from them, you have your answer. Right. Right. And then the other thing is too, I wouldn't just leave it on a voicemail. We all know emails get returned a lot quicker than voicemails. Uh, So if you want to send an email out, um, do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. This has been really, really good advice. Great conversation, Jen, back and forth about the post interview and uh, we'll wrap it up there. Yeah. This has been fun. Thanks for joining this episode of the Conic Blueprint, brought to you by Conic, a recruiting company focused on architecture, engineering, and manufacturing in the Midwest. Find out more at conicnetwork.com and follow us on LinkedIn. Also, follow this podcast for the latest episodes. We're excited to hear your thoughts, so please leave us a review and let us know what you think. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next time on the Conic Blueprint Podcast. Conic Blueprint.